0: Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't
1: forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's
2: get rolling.
0: This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 975, 1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Austin,
3: uh you are the best, man. Uh, you really are. Welcome on in. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivid Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. And safely, social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only Gordon Monson. And, and Gordon, real quick before I say hello. Uh, you know, we know Austin's had a hard day and uh, we should just, we, we should treat Austin extra well today. <laughs> we need to make his life easier
2: you know, wait, wait. What was different about today no, as opposed to every other day?
3: No, we don't need to go into it. We we don't need to to go down the the entire road. But uh, I mean, no, just, I know
2: I know what he's gone through. Yeah. But I but I also know what his day to day life is like.
3: Well, I mean, it's, I think this uh, is particularly aggravating. But anywho, uh, we got to take it easy on our guy today. All right. We got to we got to do I'm what we're told. It. We've got to listen. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it's not funny, but it so is. Oh, fixed it. All right, crisis, crisis averted. Congratulations, everyone. Hi. We can, we can proceed uh, with the show.
2: Uh, Gordon, does that mean that? Does that mean that we're not going to uh, force him to do incriminating audio today?
3: Oh no, we're going to do that. But I mean, <laughs> everything else.
2: Your benevolence only goes so far.
3: Have you seen that new Samuel Jackson?
1: commercial with john travolta as santa claus
2: yeah and he's talking uh, about
1: how he's trying to get off the naughty list but santa's a stickler for for language yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. i feel like samuel l jackson in that commercial today. Yeah. i want to so bad but i just can't yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey are you off the naughty words
3: no but on air i am yeah but we need to think about that what should we make austin <laughs> i
2: don't think so
3: what should we make austin say today something terrible about mike trout maybe yeah, just see um, the angel
1: stupid joke they tweeted out today. That no. made me mad too. No. You, you remember how I saved and scrimped and, and made a 390-day paper advent calendar chain waiting for that day the Angels were going to come play the bees at yeah, Smith's yeah, Ballpark? Yeah, uh-huh. And it snowed it like did. nine feet. Yeah, I remember. And, and the canceled. next day it was 81 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. The Angels sent out a tweet today uh, from the from Angel Stadium with a photoshopped blizzard on the field. Uh-huh. It looked like it had snowed six feet. It's not funny. Not funny it's at not all. It's not funny. No. It's just not
3: funny.
2: <laughs> so it went it went from Arctic conditions to balmy summer weather. That yeah, I'm dead.
3: not exaggerating. You know what's funny about that is it, it was a gorgeous day in the morning that day even. I remember that. <laughs> it, it was like you woke up, nice day, blizzard, nice day again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just in time to cancel the baseball game.
2: <laughs> oh, Sorry, Oz. <Austin>. <laughs> mm.
3: Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Even Mother Nature is working against Lesson you. Lesson
1: learned: Don't get excited for nothing, <laughs> nothing at
3: all. Uh, so anyway, uh, our our guy Austin's got to do some incriminating audio today, but uh, otherwise, I'll I'll listen, Austin, and and I'll read the liners, and and Gordon will be mindful of your uh, your advice and uh, guidance.
2: You know, it's uh, who is it who said uh, it's uh, better to be surprised than disappointed? Sure. So. <laughs> Austin has to keep those expectations low.
3: I say it differently. I say plan for the worst, but hope for the best. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, Gordon, it is day two of the Road Home Radiothon. 801-819-7300. 801 819 is the number to call. Our listeners have been doing fantastic. Um, as they always do. We were in first as of the scoreboard from day one. Uh, we were in first by, by quite a ways, actually. Uh, I have not uh, seen an updated scoreboard today. However, I would imagine Scotty Scotty put on the full core press. Scotty and Frank did, so I, I would guess we've made some prog- uh, progress. But as usual, Gordon, we are the anchor in this race, and uh, we need to come up big during the big show uh, to uh, to really do some good for a lot of people.
2: I'm not in the business of uh, of telling people what they should do when it comes to their donations. But Jake, you and I are big believers in this one. We really are, and I don't, I don't, I don't extend that request very often. I know you don't either. But this is this is a time where. Our listeners just, I don't know what it is about them other than the fact that they are extremely generous people. They respond to this one every single year. And as you pointed out yesterday, we've been doing this for about 50 years now.
3: It's been a while. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, it, it's it never ceases to amaze me how generous our listeners are. So please participate if you can, because we've seen the families that uh, are helped by your contributions here and it is heartwarming to know that uh, that our, our zone listeners are all over it
3: uh we can uh we can come up with some stuff creative stuff to auction off too i think what do you think about um uh, what how much would the donation have to be for gordon to uh record your answering machine what would you do that for gordon
2: what do you mean? Record it?
3: Like, like, hey, this is Gordon Monson, and Bob uh, Sampson is not uh, available <laughs> right now. Uh, and then maybe you could do a long winding one that uh, mentioned San Bernardino or something. Like we could, we could come
2: up with something funny. Uh, well, uh, for a good cause, you and I are about willing to do anything. Aren't yeah, we? I, right.
1: I'll, I'll go this far for a hundred bucks. I will uh, email
3: you your favorite drop. And you can do whatever you want. With oh, I like that. All right, Austin, I'm going to, to forward you a, a phone number because we do have to actually alert uh, the road home that we're doing this. <laughs> okay.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Austin, does that include the greatest wheelchair athlete ever to walk the earth?
3: Whatever your favorite drop is. Yeah. Wow, even that one. Without some if
2: c- you if you like
3: uh
1: the, the Matt Harper and update, no come your way. No,
3: we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> For a hundred bucks, uh, that should be thousands. No,
1: when, it should when, be twenty. I think
2: I told, I think I told you, Austin. When I requested to have that uh, drop put on the golf balls that I was giving Jake, uh, they said, uh, <clears throat> "I don't think we can print that." And I said, "Well, my guy said it on the air."
3: <laughs> hey, what do you have to say about that, Jake? Oh man, I I don't. Uh, Oh uh, yeah, it did make the air. That's true. It did. That happened. But it was an accident. It really was an accident. I mean, I think most people know that that was an accident because the, nobody would ever do that on you purpose. You would never it say that word just to say it. It doesn't.
1: Why don't make, you? Uh, but it doesn't make play any sense. For
2: our listeners real quick no, no, it's a
1: hundred dollars. Uh, you want? Give me a hundred bucks for the road home, Gordon. I'll play no, it for you. Well, yeah, not just play it, I thought you were going to send it to him. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'll do that too. But you
1: got to you got to <laughs> pony the money up first.
3: <laughs> and, uh, it, yeah, we've got some exciting things in store. And we're, we're going to really uh, close this thing strong. Uh, with the Radiothon. Again, the number, 801-819-7300. And we're having some fun with some stuff we can create. But if you just want to donate, really, $10 gets a family off the street for a night. So, you know, there's really no donation uh, that's too small. It all makes a big-time impact. And uh, you can also drop off goods down there. They need, uh, you know, uh, coats, blankets, that sort of thing. For the family shelter, they need diapers and formula. And uh, they're doing a, you know, Uh, A lot of stuff right now. So uh, thanks for all the help that you can give. And we'll be talking about it again throughout the show, 801-819-7300. I said this yesterday, Gordon, but just uh, I'm worried about losing the energy for the road home with us not being there. It feels weird not being there. So we need to keep that up, keep the the edge, and keep pushing to uh, do some good.
2: Yeah, well, the need is there, whether we're there on this particular occasion or not. And our listeners know that, I think. And uh, that has been evidenced by their contributions so far and i think it will continue it has continued through today so again we thank you
3: yeah absolutely uh all right gordon we have a uh, we have a lot to do today obviously uh we're going to talk uh, a lot of jazz basketball as the season starts tomorrow tomorrow which seems pretty wild
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh it's good to have uh it's good to have the NBA back. It's good to see the Jazz play again. Uh, I think uh, I think Jazz fans are in for a good year.
3: Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a lot of BYU football because we will uh, transition into the BYU Bowl pregame show at 4 o'clock, taking you up to a 5 o'clock kick. And then the one and only Craig Jack makes his Tuesday appearance, which, of course, uh, we always look forward to. And we'll talk to Bowler about his thoughts about Jazz season getting started coming up tomorrow. And by the way, a showdown with Damian Lillard and the Blazers? Yes, please. That sounds terrific.
2: Well, the very thing that the Jazz have been stressing in the preseason is to get aggressive with a perimeter defense. And is there a better team to test that against than the Portland Trail Blazers?
3: Right. Uh, entertaining matchup right out of the gate. So very excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, and we can talk some youth football, of course, as uh, usual and whatever else uh, we, we get ourselves into, Gordon. Oh, uh, how about this? Uh, Kyle Beckerman retiring.
2: Yeah. Boy, yeah.
3: what a mainstay he's been on the sports landscape for uh, for a long, long time. What a career.
2: Well, he's been the face of uh, RSL. I mean, he and uh, Nick Ramondo, those two. Uh, when you think about what they've accomplished in their careers, uh, Kyle, just terrific, terrific, and uh, not just on the pitch, but also as a representative for that that uh, franchise.
3: Right. Uh, was on some. Uh, was he on more than one, two World Cup teams, or just one, two? Austin is. I think was a couple. Two, yeah. yeah. So that's. I mean, that's obviously incredible. So the last time they got out of pool play, he started those four pool games. That's right. So we'll
2: get to know, that I as just, well I love listening to, to Beckerman talk because he's got that del Marva uh, accent <laughs> and that's music to your ears and my ears uh, <laughs> he's a he's a good dude
3: he is and he's a great interview you're 100 percent right about that so uh but let's uh let's get into the jazz since we're gonna be a little college football heavy uh coming up a little later on in the show uh, let's uh, get things started here Austin
0: Two guys, two topics, two, 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 two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
3: All right, Gordon, as we mentioned, the Jazz get the season started uh, coming up tomorrow on the road at the Blazers. Uh, that game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at uh, 7 o'clock right after the big show. And, uh, you know, as we were saying before, a really compelling matchup right out of the gate. But I think uh, a lot of uh, people are excited and have high expectations for this Jazz team. And we should get into that a little bit today. What, what uh, acceptable, uh, uh, realistic expectations uh, kind of look like?
2: I'm on the record with it. I think they're going to be beyond real good. Uh, I think it's going to be the best Jazz team anybody's seen since Stockton and Malone and uh it's tough in the west i get that but i i really have high expectations for this team and it centers on what we talked about yesterday a little bit and that is donovan mitchell and rudy gobert they are being paid like superstars and it's time for them to be superstars and and i think they're they're ready to take that step forward so they have to they have to as the mainstays as you said Uh, And and look, uh, the other guys are are pretty good, too. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is huge. Mike Conley, Boyan Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles. They can contribute in major Derek favors. Uh, But ultimately, it will be up to the stars to be exactly that.
3: So last year, you know, there are no perfect teams uh, out there, Gordon, as you know. Even your beloved uh, uh, Lakers of the 80s, there are no. There has never been a perfect basketball team. And the Jazz certainly had a couple of flaws last year that uh, we've talked about it at great length. You know, wing defense was one of those things that was an issue. But the biggest issue last year was bench play and what happened when um, the Jazz kind of uh, major players left the floor. And it was at times— uh, disastrous, right? And Jordan Clarkson came in and helped that tremendously, but it still was not perfect, and we saw that in the bubble. Uh, as good as Jordan is, uh, you know, there, there were still issues, and so you bring in, uh, you bring in Derek Favors, and uh, Joe Ingles becomes a little bit more open to that reserve unit, and all of a sudden your bench looks like a, a strength. So it certainly, um, they went a long way to fix one major thing that was wrong with last year's team.
2: And I agree with you completely. The flexibility that the Jazz now have, they can utilize some of the guys, like I say, a Joe Ingles. They can utilize him with that second unit to uh, to great advantage. I think about Derek Favors and, and Joe Ingles on the court together, and how they seem to be connected somehow, and how much that helps. And if you have periods where. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing point guard. Then Mike Conley might be a part of that bench as well. I mean, I call it a bench. You know what I'm talking about. The guys who are involved in the second and and uh, late third quarters. Uh, those guys. Th- there can be sort of a sort of a fluidity. To what the Jazz are doing, depending upon what they need in that moment,
3: right? And and speaking of Joe Ingles, and this is something that you and I—I don't know if we disagreed per se—but we chopped up a bunch uh, last uh, last season. Joe Ingles is so much more than a stand in the corner, shoot threes type of player in my mind. In his mind, too, he's a playmaker. And uh-huh. he handles the ball, and he loves to pass almost to a fault. But that, that's his game. And in the starting lineup, he can't do that, really. But with the reserves, I mean, if we want to talk about who the backup point guard for this Jazz team is going to be, it's Joe Ingles. And so he comes in with that reserve unit, and he can make plays for Jordan Clarkson. And certainly, as we've talked about at length, he can make plays uh, with and for Derek Favors. What was it uh, that Favors said um, uh, it, Joe texted him? Uh, right when he heard the news that favors was coming, to, oh the uh, the pocket pass is back. You know that's that's Joe Ingles at his best, and he's going to bang a few threes along the way. But I I think with that lineup, he'll be able to be utilized as Joe Ingles and not stand in the stand in the corner guy because that's just not his game.
2: I agree with that completely, and well, the Jets really have three point guards uh, of of significance. And, and that's Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles, like you said, he that's that's his role, playmaker. Yeah, you said it. So yeah, uh, those are advantages the Jazz have that they can utilize, whether the starters are on the floor or whether the so-called starters. Quinn hates that stuff. He likes to look at these guys as all contributors, one way or another. And and I believe that this time with this team.
3: Well we'll see. Uh we'll see how it goes. I mean Damian Lillard and the Blazers are gonna be a a key test right out of the gate because they uh the Jazz still don't have on ball defenders that can necessarily stay in front of those guys. So how are the Jazz going to adapt to something like that? I mean that's a it's we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot from game one. Not that so, uh you know the season will be decided, but I think we'll learn a lot.
2: So let me ask you, do you think that uh, if the Jazz don't have a stopper per se, they've got a bunch of guys who want to do better at that. Do you think emphasis will make a difference? Or are you just cooked according to what, uh, what history has said you have? I, I, I don't know. All I know is that Donovan Mitchell has been talking about this uh, throughout the preseason. And that is that the guys are absolutely stressing that defensive aggressiveness. And I will it make a difference? I don't know. Yeah, you're going to find out, because you got to start stop like you said. C.J. McCollum and uh, and uh, Dame Dallas pretty good too. You know. By the way, did you think that uh, Damian Lillard was going to be as great as he is? We all saw him at Weber State. We thought he was going to be good. This good.
3: No, I don't. I don't think anybody can say. I mean, he's one of the best players in the world. He's, yeah, he's incredible. Can I can I hit on the emphasis thing for a second sure. before before we move on from that? I I think mem- emphasis matters when it comes to mentality. You know, having a tough mentality, you have to you know kind of program that in. I don't think emphasis makes you a better player, and uh, that's the issue. Like you can emphasize it all day, but uh, does an emphasized Royce O'Neal? Uh, Stay in front of Damian Lillard. Does that make you more likely to not get well, torched by uh, the Weber State product?
2: Well, it's so difficult to stay in front of that guy. But uh, then, then
3: comes in schemes, which also falls into your emphasis category. category yeah, they've been right? talking about communication, and, and so. But I think that's that's the issue. You can you can fix some stuff with mentality and emphasis, but there's still the reality that you have to have the, you know, the, the God given gifts, so to speak of athleticism to, to do the job, you know?
2: So that gets back to what you and I have talked about a thousand times before Jake. And that is if you're good enough to free yourself up for a shot at the offensive end, shouldn't you be athletic enough to play good defense?
3: Um, I don't think it's as simple as that. I get what you're saying and I don't necessarily disagree, but like Carlos Boozer, for example, was a crafty offensive player who was uh-huh. really good at getting his own shot, but he really lacked lateral quickness that made him really bad in the pick and roll. So I, I hear what you're saying, but it's a different set of skill set, right? A defense is, is definitely a different skill than offense.
2: Okay, so how about let me name you some names and you tell me, all right? Donovan Mitchell.
3: I think he's capable of more defensively. I mean, yeah, uh, he's an ath- he's he's an athletic player. He's not a, a player like Carlos Boozer. is crafty. He's he's a dynamite athlete, but he's also short, so yeah. he's he's going to be shorter than any, anybody he guards, which puts him at a disadvantage. But he's got uh, a
2: good wingspan on him, though. He does, which makes hmm.
3: up for a lot. But uh, I I think he's capable of more.
2: The question with him becomes how much do you want to depend on him to be a two-way player when he is so important at the offensive end, you know?
3: See, I hear you, but it's that type of thought that is what created James Harden. <laughs> yes. So I, I get it, but, I mean, the true superstars in this league are two-way guys. There's There's no convincing me otherwise. I mean the the best player. Who are who are the top three players in the league right now, Gordon? In your opinion,
2: Giannis, LeBron, and uh, probably Kevin Durant.
3: Okay, Kevin Durant. I uh, I would probably say Kawhi Leonard, but uh, Kevin Durant absolutely a two way guy too, and he's blessed with incredible length. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. him a, a much better defender than people realize. But. Um, I think you have to be – if Donovan's going to be a true superstar, upper echelon, all-NBA first-team guy, I think he's got to be a two-way guy.
2: Okay. Well, he, he seems to want to do that. He talks a lot about it anyway. Well, let me continue on with the list. Right. How about Mike Conley?
3: Um, I don't think he's ever going to be the type of defender that we're talking about. Let me let me put it this way. I got frustrated for years that Chris Paul kept making uh, all-NBA defensive teams because he's not a good defender. He's just, when he gets beat, he's good at making up for it, poking the ball out and getting a bunch of steals, that type of thing. Well, and I think, Mike Con- I think Mike Conley is that way a little bit. You know, he's a smart, crafty player. But are you going to send him out to guard Kawhi Leonard? No. And he's short, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I I don't know if you'll get much more out of Mike Conley defensively.
2: Okay, so Joe Ingles.
3: I think you're getting as much defensively as you're going to get out of Joe. (laughs) And he's a good defender. I don't know if I put him in the great category, but good defender.
2: How about uh, Royce O'Neal has that reputation? Um, What do you think?
3: You're probably getting as much as you're going to get out of Royce.
2: How about Mieone?
3: Wow, he's the big mystery, right? Cuz you you <laughs> you love the look of him. I always get uncomfortable when we talk about uh, looking at bodies. Um but he's got the he's got the build. Um We'll see if he can do enough offensively to keep himself on the floor, but I think there's a lot of potential there, yeah.
2: Who else? Who else do you think we can even discuss in this
0: regard?
3: Yeah, that's that's kind of I mean, Jawan Morgan had a couple of nice moments. I'm really intrigued by Elijah Hughes, but I mean, I don't know if we can have a second-round draft pick be in, this con- in this particular conversation because we just don't know. Mm-hmm. He really intrigues me, though, because if you can go out there and get your own shot in the ACC and lead that league in scoring, it's probably True. a pretty decent chance you can create your own shot at the NBA level, and we know how important that is. But then he played that wonky zone at Syracuse, so we have no idea what kind of defender he is.
2: Uh-oh, Jim Bayheim's going to be angry with you now. Well,
3: you you get what I'm saying, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I mean, maybe, maybe it turns out to be Gary Payton. I don't really know because we didn't see him play man defense at all in college.
2: What about the addition of Derek Favors? What is he going to do for the Jazz defensively, Jake? One, he's going to help re- with rebounding for sure. Um, he's crafty that way. He is a good defender. He's... He's he's not a great athlete, but he's he's pretty good for a guy his size.
3: Um. So when when Houston first traded for Chris Paul, Mike D'Antoni made a big thing of we're going to have a Hall of Fame point guard on the floor, uh, for the entire the entirety of the game, all forty eight minutes. What Derek Favors does for the Jazz is they have a a starting center in the game for the full forty eight minutes, mm-hmm. a force. A tough player in the middle, a good defensive player, a good rebounder, as you say. But you're not going to get any reprieve from that. There's no Tony Bradley coming in, and and uh, you know, no offense to Tony, we we like Tony Bradley, but uh, I mean, the team's pounced when Tony was out. It uh, Tony did. was in the game. There's, there's I mean, that was doubt. the time to make hay, mm-hmm. and yeah. they and you don't really get that anymore with the Jazz.
2: I agree with that. I think this team is going. Well, let me give you one more name and tell me why he can't be a good defender. Okay, Jordan Jordan Clarkson. Mm. Why can't he be a good defender? Well, but you he's... see what he does offensively. Why can't he apply much of that same athleticism, quickness, uh, anticipation at the other end?
3: He's probably a better defender than we give him credit for. I I think his um, he's his. Body, his build is not really conducive to being a, a big, tough defender. I mean, he's thin. Can yeah. you really send him out on LeBron? I mean, or Kawhi? I mean, they're going to give they're going to run him there, over.
2: There have been some pretty good uh, thin defenders through the years. The Michael Coopers. Uh, who else comes to mind? Um,
3: Our guy Sean Bradley. Well, that's a different discussion.
2: Taysan Prince, maybe. Uh... Looking for skinny guys who are good defenders.
3: Right, Tayshon though was bigger than you remember. He was, was he, big, he was big and long.
2: And uh, would, I Rodman was kind of thin wasn't he? a little bit.
3: Early in his career, he was pretty big. By the end,
2: yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe that's a hindrance. But it's always been a question, and I've never really gotten the full answer for it. Jake, you know. I've brought this up with you a bunch of times, and it, it's something that is interesting to me. Just think if you're good enough to get your own shot in the NBA, you should be good enough to play good defense.
3: Okay. I, I Again, I kind of buy into that concept, I suppose, but I think it's a little bit more nuanced.
2: Or is it a matter of emphasis?
3: Well, full circle we come. All right, Uh we'll get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the big show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280 of the Zone.
2: My name is Kat. I am in a wheelchair. I'm a handicapped. I'm a recovering heroin addict. They have given me a second chance. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be in recovery right now. We all don't want to live like this. We just get stuck in this situation. I mean, I've worked all my life. You know, the road home is really a blessing. It really touched my
0: heart a lot. And I just thank God for him just, just for helping us. It's a pleasure for the Road Home to be
3: here. Essentially, I lost my job and missed rent
1: and got evicted. I've never been in a situation like this. I've never even seen a homeless shelter. I never thought I would be here. Donate to the Road Home now at 801 819 7300. This is 975 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
3: It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a total request Tuesday brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, visit LiveNation.com. The theme Austin selected today is uh, comeback songs uh, because, of course, it's the Road Home Radiothon. And that's what they do, the Road Home. So uh, comebacks. Uh, they're creating comeback stories down there at the Road Home Gordon so comeback yes. songs
2: yes no doubt about that that's a great choice austin 801
3: 819 7300 is the number to call to donate 801 819 7300 and uh, Scotty set this up on his show i think this is uh, i think this is a great idea so uh, we've been given the go ahead to uh, continue this through our show but uh, Scotty uh, came up with a great idea uh, five hundred don- donate $500 and you'll get a Zoom call with the Zone staff I think Scotty said it was uh, a 30 minute Zoom call we've capped it at three and one is already gone so you've, there, there are two Zoom calls left and they kind of set it up Gordon as uh, everybody would tell a story that they can't tell on the air
2: <laughs> okay well there should be plenty of those
3: Right, right. And and sports-connected story. Nobody wants to know what's going on in your zany personal life, Gordon.
2: <laughs> I assumed that there was a sports-connected. Sports
3: sports-connected. Uh, but yeah. donate 500 bucks and we'll do a Zoom call. Half hour. It'll be uh, super fun. I, I say this all the time off the air, and uh, I know it's it, like... I love our staff. We have a we have a a terrific, terrific staff. We will work with some very interesting people, to put it mildly. And I bet we can make that Zoom call pretty entertaining.
0: Oh, there's
2: (laughs) there's no doubt about that. That would be that would be a good time uh, had by all. So, uh, I'm, just,
1: I'm not wearing pants though. That's I mean, during the my
3: Zoom own call, home. yeah. Well, don't uh <laughs>
2: just keep the camera up.
3: There are so many Jeffrey Tubin jokes <laughs> that uh, just what what a year 2020's been that that was a major story.
1: Was that wrong? Should I not have <laughs> done I,
3: that? I, is that not appropriate? <laughs> I'm in my own home for the workplace. Uh, my, sorry, fa- my favorite was the people that, for a brief moment, tried to defend him, and then were like, "Wow, wait, never mind. Maybe that's a bad idea."
1: <laughs> Who hasn't in a moment of weakness? <laughs> yeah,
3: right. It's like, oh, uh, everybody. <laughs> I hope <laughs> everyone not shackled. <laughs> everyone, I hope. Oh, okay. Anyway, I don't know how we got on uh, from the road home onto that, so <laughs> but sorry. here's the number again. Let's let's get back on track here. Here's the number: eight oh one. 819-7300, 801-819-7300, uh, donate uh, to the Road Home and help us at the same time compete against the other radio stations because we like uh, coming out on top. 801-819-7300. Gordon, uh bowl game uh, the, in Boca Raton. Is it Boca Raton or Boca Raton, by the way? It's Raton? I, okay. I've heard it I both thought. ways. All right.
2: Yeah. I just uh. call it Boca just Boca for That's what the less of the locals do.
3: Are, are you uh do you claim to be a local in Boca much no. like you claim to be a local in Hawaii?
2: No, I'm not. I'm not a local, but I have uh, I have been there. Have you?
3: Okay. Yes. Uh UCF doesn't play any defense, Gordon. Uh look, look <laughs> at the not numbers. Good. No, they're they, they're they
2: give up like 33 points a game or something. They're like extraordinarily
3: that. bad. Uh but they're the second Uh, A team in the country in total offense, so you know what kind of game they're playing. They're gonna move. They're gonna try to move the ball as quickly and as much as they possibly can. And then you know the guys on defense are kind of on the team too. So my question to you is: You think BYU can get to mid forties? Because I think if they do that, I'm pretty confident their defense is good enough to hold them.
2: Well, what offense are we gonna see show up? Will that offensive line be uh, sealing? the uh, the defense off so that Zach Wilson can get comfortable in this game. If that happens, then yeah, I think BYU will get there. Um, and obviously, there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, if, if the receivers can get open and uh, and do so in timely fashion, and uh, Tyler Algier is he a go for this game? Uh, he he would be important for for the Cougars. To be able to sort of counterpunch, and if that all comes into place, I think that offense is definitely capable of doing that. But like you said, uh, UCF they average 586 uh, yards a game on offense, and so will the Cougars be able to at least match that? Um, and you know, you mentioned something that they score quickly. I, the dangerous thing for BYU is when teams do what uh, Coastal Carolina did to them and just eat up clock on those extended drives.
3: That's not really how UCF's built, though.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird to say, but if they're going to score, it's better for them to score quickly for BYU.
3: Uh, do you want to take a guess real quick on average how many yards UCF surrenders on defense? you want to take a, a ballpark stab at it?
2: I'll guess 490.
3: Ooh, close. 473 yards. The worst team in FCS was Ole Miss. Oof, 535.7 yards. Jeez, they were a sieve. That's That's, a lot. That is terrible. But you see, I I think Zach Wilson is going to carve this team up. I I hear you about the O-line, and I I think you're right about that. But I think Zach's going to go out with a I think he wants to go out with a pretty big-time performance, because I don't think he's going to be back. I think he knows it. Knows it's going to be his last game, and I would guess he wants to go out and and uh, show off a little bit.
2: This is one of those games where, really, as far as statistically speaking, the other guys have a quarterback that's in the same ballpark as Zach Wilson. Because that Dylan Gabriel kid, he can he can throw it, man. He's I think his he might be just a tad bit, or he's he's certainly the equal of Zach Wilson statistically. If my memory serves, I was reading some of his. Uh, proficiency earlier this week, and uh, he's he's really good. So, yeah, can that BYU defense get in the way enough to allow Zach Wilson to stomp on that accelerator? And uh, I could see a score in this game along the lines of, uh, I could even see it 52 to 42. Something like that. Yeah,
3: I can too. That's why I was asking you around if they get into the mid-40s because there's a chance that this game is, is really high-scoring. Mm-hmm. Right, are you ready for those stats? You're talking about their uh, quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a 61.7 pass percent completer, which is... And Zach, mm,
2: Zach's hits like 72%, yeah, right? Zach's yeah, Zach's is,
3: is much better. But the yards and the touchdowns are, are similar. Uh, uh-huh. 3,353 yards, 30 touchdowns, 4 interceptions.
2: Mm-hmm. and uh and zach has like 3200 yards and three interceptions right
3: uh let me uh, put that in front of me and i'll tell you exactly pretty it sure is. Yeah. right well we 30. went over it
2: yesterday uh zach yeah, wilson
3: 73.2 percent uh 3 yards 30 touchdowns and three interceptions his yards per attempt though uh, uh, absolutely impressive 10.8 that's really really yeah. good
2: so so I don't think there's much mystery to this game at all. Uh, BYU has to outscore him, and the defense has to provide enough resistance just to give Zach and, and his guys uh, the edge that they're, they're looking for. Now, here's, I mean, if the, if oh, sorry, the defense doesn't show up, then, uh, then, you know, no matter how good Zach Wilson is or no matter how good the offense is, they're going to have their hands full.
3: The, the, the biggest and, and really only question in my mind, for me personally, is are we going to be able to figure out how to change the channel to ESPN in the studio? Because you would <laughs> think that that would be really simple, but somehow I, I don't know uh, what television uh, service we go through here in the arena, but who, who would think that like CBS, like Channel 2, would be Channel 167?
1: <laughs> well, yesterday it was. Today it's something different.
3: Today it could be something else. I don't know how exactly uh, this happened, but it, it does not make much sense. And we do have a guide, too, by the way, which uh, correlates not at all with what <laughs> channel you're <laughs> clicking on. So it says ESPN, but it's really just joking. And by the way, it's not. Our choice;
1: Otherwise, we'd be with Ryan at the Dish Pros, but it was not the station's
3: choice. It was above our pay grade. And I don't want to come off like I'm complaining because I really do like the ability to watch the games. They just make us uh, uh, jump through a few hoops. Well, we
1: tell you what we thought of the bowl game, but we couldn't see it.
3: Uh, You know what our internship program consists of now is uh, sending the intern uh, down to the other studio to flip through hundreds of channels and write down what, what channel is what. Only to have so a So you
2: want to be a star, huh? <laughs> it sure sounds to me like you're complaining.
3: A little bit. We've got CBS Sports Easy Network. Easy to fireplace, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> We've got CBS Sports Network up now, and, uh, and I didn't even know that channel still existed. <laughs> we, we have it.
2: You're you're getting channels you didn't know you had, right. and you're not getting channels. You, you we're watching on.
3: Northern Colorado field hockey. Uh, I just we're <laughs> making jokes, not complaining. Just making jokes.
2: All right. Every well, time I'm I think gonna... of every time I think of uh, Northern Colorado, I think of that punter.
3: Well, the the one that sta- the backup punter that stabbed yeah. the starting punter. Yeah. You want to hear something <laughs> funny about that? So Kyle Gunther and I flew back. We were up in Eugene covering the Oregon Utah game in two thousand nine. So this would have been a few years after that happened. And the the Northern Colorado football team they must have been in town playing Portland State or something because they were uh, they were on our flight going back. And so we we talked to a couple of them and we said, "Oh man, Northern Col- the, you that's where the punter stabbed the other punter." And the <laughs> the players were like, "Yeah." Yeah, every every person we meet, uh, that's the first thing that they say. Oh, you play Northern Colorado football, huh? Well, how about that stabby punter?
2: I'm sure it's a great school, and I'm I'm sure that has a lot going for it, but. That is kind of the first thing that comes to mind when you think of that place, isn't
3: it? Uh, yeah, in all due respect, but is the starting punting job at Northern Colorado really worth stabbing somebody over? I mean, <laughs> starting punting job at like a, at least a G5 program, please. I mean, I've been angry before, but
1: not that's never crossed. I'm dying to start
3: at Northern Colorado.
1: I
2: must punt this ball where no one will see me do it. How did that happen? How did what was the where were the specifics of the way he stabbed him and where where, where were they? When he, he put I think his, the knife
3: through his flesh. I think it was his leg.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. But were they were they just standing next to each other and a guy just came up? And <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't I don't know. Were they in a dark alley? I have no. He clue. gave
1: him a hug and then with the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: E2 Brutus?
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. It was in his kicking leg. Uh, let's see. Uh, in a par- Galuda? In a parking lot.
2: In a parking lot?
3: Yeah. So he must uh, have been on his way to his car after uh, practice or something.
1: How'd they find out it was who it was? Uh, let's see. I know this is like 15 year old news. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't
2: say. Does it say whether he was taking up more than one parking space?
3: Oh, Oh. nailed it. Well. Boom, we can go to break on that. Well done,
2: Gordon. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. (laughs) That's awesome.
3: All right, it is the uh, the Road Home Radiothon. Call, help us out. Donate, 801-819-7300. Help some folks that really need it get on the road. Home, 801-819-7300. Just uh, a $10 donation will get uh, a family of four off the street for a night. So, I mean, your your money goes a long, long way to helping folks that need it. 801-819-7300. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The
1: worst thing about being homeless to me was the fact that I didn't
0: have anything to call my own. To me, it was humiliating, it was degrading. I was caught up in my addiction, so I put my addiction before any and everybody, even my kids.
2: My paychecks just weren't big enough to support for where I was living.
0: Until eventually we just got in so deep we couldn't get ourselves back out.
2: That's
3: when we hit recession and uh, they had to lay people off. I
1: up up losing my job.
0: Without the help of the Road Home right now, I would really have nothing. I'd be out on the streets. The Road Home is there and designed to help people to get off the streets, to help people to get back into the workforce, to get
1: back into society. Donate to the Road Home now at 801-819-7300.
0: highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O Tires for no-credit-needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
3: (laughs) This one goes out to Chadwick. Shout out to Chadwick. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Road Home Radiothon proceeds on. 801-819-7300. 801-819-7300. Austin has something big planned uh, for at some point during the show. We want to encourage you to donate now, but maybe during the 5 o'clock hour we might have a little late push special kind of going. But here's what you can bid on. A Zoom call with the entire Zone staff. For a five hundred dollar donation, eight zero one eight one nine seventy three hundred, half an hour, and we'll we'll tell a bunch of stories that we can't tell on the air. Uh, what else do we uh, we have going? Uh, Austin, you'll uh, you'll send somebody their favorite drop for a hundred dollar donation. Yeah, if
1: there's a drop or a soundbite, uh, you know, within reason, not a thirty minute segment, but you know, a San Bernardino drop or you don't know, sound right. like that, yeah. whatever. You, uh, for one hundred dollars for each. So if you want five of them, it's 500 bucks. Got it. I'll email you your own MP3 copy of it. You can do whatever you want with it. Could it could be like your ringtone or something. Yes, yeah, so when you call in, the road home people know. Okay. You tell them your name, email address, and which one you'd like, and
3: we'll get it done. So if you want to uh, have Gordon's, it's pronounced, Porsche... Uh, you can have that. It's
2: an, wait, 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 hold on. Should we? I think we should exclude the incriminating audio.
3: Oh no, that. absolutely not. That's part of the show. This is uh, for it's to get
2: kids into yeah, a home.
3: It's for the homeless man.
2: We're, we're pulling right, then, out all the, the stops. Okay, then how about your mad harping sound? Yeah, that's all. you can have it. you can right. have it. Okay, all right. If you willing.
3: donate a hundred bucks, and you can have it.
1: If
2: you the want. ones that have been quote unquote scrubbed
1: from the system, maybe a thousand dollars each. I thought, they were, been I thought they were I scrubbed.
3: The I thought that they had been scrubbed. <laughs> it's for kids to have a home, man. But honestly, uh you know, people could have Hans's famous Boise drop if if you want that. The whole post-game speech? Oh man. Gus has got to go for like a grand, right?
1: Well, and that's we have to, I was going to do just the big show cuz I can't really speak for the other guys, but apparently we've been volunteered to be on a Zoom. Yeah, so, yeah. So
3: this is So everyone's fair yeah. game. Wow. Gus uh, big donation for Gus.
2: Are, are you going to do the, uh, the Chester uh, montage? Is that
1: for yeah, sale? We'll get to that. All right. I'm not allowed to. Tune
3: in at five. <laughs> All right. The number again. Are you going to do it? call in, contribute, it's the Road Home Radiothon, the most important thing we do all year long, and uh, Gordon, as we talked a lot about yesterday, the need is greater now uh, than it has ever been, the coronavirus has uh, made things hard on a lot of people, and uh, it, it's made n- homeless services and those sorts of things I- incredibly difficult, not to mention uh, you know, the economy and job loss and those sorts of things that just put pressure on it. So they need help now more than ever, 801-819-7300, 801-819-7300. Well said, Jay. All right, we'll have more. <laughs> Scotty just said sell all of their drops. So nice. Good on you, Scotty. He also apologized for volunteering you for oh, a Zoom call. I was just call. I was just teasing. I know. I know. I'm, I'm more than willing to dro- jump on a Zoom call. I think it should be longer than a half hour. For a $500 donation? Yeah. Heck yeah. Did we're on say, We're on board, Scotty.
2: Did you say you're going to do the uh, I've had a rough morning?
3: Oh yeah, the Gus thing? Yeah. yeah.
1: People I have d- that. Yeah, Jake wants it to be more than 100 for that one, though. Because that one's should, pretty special. Because I kind of just put them all in $100, because I just want money coming in. Yeah, $100. But you bucks. think there
3: should be a tiered scale? Nah, oh, nah. All right. $100 is a great donation. Uh, worthy of Gus. A Gus-worthy donation. 801. Uh, let's see here. 801. 819 7300 801 819 7300. You think that number would have been burned in my brain by now, but yet yeah, here we are. <laughs> All right, what's going on is coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the big show 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.